Hi, Pam. Hi, Allie. Welcome Ooh. to We Are More Than Menopause, the podcast. Today, today we're going to take the lead. I'm going to take the lead, huh? Today, we're talking about embracing change. Ah. So, yeah, it's well, a tough one. It is a so tough one. So, midlife is a time of transition and change. And it can be really, really difficult to navigate these changes. However, recently, I've been having a lot of conversations with some girlfriends. And this has been the reoccurring subject that keeps coming up are these changes. And one of the biggest changes happens to be about our transitions as our role as women, whether it's mothers or it's power workers or it's daughters or or sisters or wives or colleagues, all of these roles are drastically changing in our lives and also our bodies. So those are the two things. There's lots of changes, but those are the two things that we're going to talk about today. I actually, I always say, um, brace for the change versus like, are you embracing for for it or are you embracing it? So brace for the, yeah, there's two different. different. So as women, we tend to be givers, right? We're givers as mothers, as wives, as daughters, as sons, as sisters, as friends, as colleagues. We've spent 30 plus years of our life working our magic and making everyone else's lives smoother and happier around us. And we've become comfortable with that role. We've embraced that role. We became comfortable in it. It was part of our identity, right? You know, I'm a good mom. I'm a good friend. I'm a good worker. All those things became who we are. Well, when we get to midlife, things start drastically changing. Our, our roles are changing. And it seems like it just happens so fast. Oh, my God. It um, feels like you woke up and all of a sudden your kids don't need you anymore. Yep. And your relationship has shifted. Everything happens like that. Everything. Like you just wake up one day and you, you look around and you're like, holy shit, here I am. Yeah. And how did I get here? You know, when... When my role as a, in corporate world, you know, I was striving for the best and striving for the best and working and always raising my hand. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it to be seen. Right now. I'm like, is this really all there is? Is this, is this what I want? So now I'm shifting in my thoughts on that. My children, uh, you know what? They're adults and they're doing all the adulting things and they're doing the things that we raise them to do. They're they're doing the things that are healthy, right? And part of that is they don't need us. They don't need us like they did. And that's a good thing. That's actually a a really good thing. We it is a good thing. Right. We we just struggle with then what do we do and who are we? If who are we that? Right. If we're not that, uh, who are we? As we were raising our children. Uh, their friends' parents became our friends, right? Our lives revolved around taking them here and there and this and that and then that. And now that was our entertainment. That was that was our world. 
And even when our kids were in college, you know, we're thinking about this semester and that semester and coming home and planning this and planning that. So it's still, they were still in our, in our world, right? And they always will be to a degree. It's just how much of our time and energy gets put into that part of our life. Because they're not dependent on us anymore. Right. They don't need that. They don't need us. They, they, and you know what? A lot of my role and how I define myself was this good mom, right? And you know, that's my purpose is to serve my family. Well, how I serve my family now has changed. So, and that's the, that's the thing that I want Pam, the therapist, our therapist, to put your hat on. And what are some guidelines that you can share about, first of all, why does this happen? And why does it seem to happen all at once? And how can we change our mindset and embrace her for this change? It's so funny that uh, that you talk about serving our family, right? How do Mm -hmm. I... (laughs) why, why do we always have to serve everybody? Right? We do. What about serving ourselves? Like where, where do we fit into this equation? And I, I know for me, I feel like I gave up. I put aside my career for years to be that stay at home mom. And that was a choice that I made. And I fully embraced that. And I took on the role of volunteer of the year, basically. Yeah. Um, <laughs> years and years. Yes. And so, you know, I, I think for so many of us, like we wake up and all of a sudden our kids are gone and grown. And like in an instant, we do kind of look around and go, okay, so where are we and how did we get here? But I think it's less about serving our family now because now we actually have the time to right. actually think about ourselves. And so then like, what is it that we want? What do what do we enjoy? I have a friend who was a dancer. She spent her life. Ooh. She was an amazing dancer and uh, she, she stopped dancing. She had children yeah. and, and all I could think of was, Oh my God, how amazing would it be to take a dance class again? Right. To mm. like, to just go back to that time. And so I guess what I would say to us is mm-hmm. what, what excites you? Like, what is it something that you've always maybe wanted to do that you have never really done? And it could be taking a writing class and it, you know, it could be like carving out time to, to just go on a walk. I, you know, I had a girlfriend weekend a few weekends ago and I was talking, I live in Austin. And so everybody was coming in and my husband's like, well, what are you guys doing? And I said, well, one day we're going to go up to this shopping area and we're going to go shopping. He goes, why would you do that? Like, because we don't have the time. Why? We never do. Right. Like we spent six hours in this one like shopping area. Oh yeah. Right. And my husband couldn't understand why we did that. And and I said, it's because we can. Yeah. Because all of a sudden we can do something like that. And it was, I mean, exhausting, but how nice to be able to set aside time for something that you just want to do that you've never given yourself permission for. Right. And so right. That's that's, what, you're right. Giving yourself permission. And, yeah. 
and I was talking to a good friend of mine who's really struggling. She's in this space right now and she's really, really, really struggling with it. And what part and of the it first, is it that she's struggling what? with? What part of it? Because it is giant. She, she feels that her children don't need her and they, she feels like her role has changed so drastically that she doesn't know who she is. And so I started to ask her, what, what did you, what do you used to do? And, and if you had all the money in the world, what would you do? And she goes, I don't know. Right. Because we don't give ourselves the time to think about that. We right. don't give ourselves and, and it's not something that it's just going to hit you overnight, but right. Yes. You know, one of the things that we can do is write, start a list of all mm. the things that you would love to do, right? What is that? What is it? Like, I know for you, it's travel, right? Mm-hmm. Travel is one of those things. So I, I don't, I don't think it comes to us instantly, but it's giving yourself time to think about it. Yeah. And yeah, her kids don't need her as much. They yeah. don't. Our kids don't. They we don't. don't want them to need us forever. We think we do, but we really no. don't. Right? No. We've, we've never had until it's so abrupt. And then we're like, wait a second, because in the in which which is selfish, we have defined ourselves in that role. And Our there children was, didn't there's define no shame us. in that. There is no right. shame in in devoting ourselves to our children. There are some people who devote themselves to their work. There are some people who devote themselves to their children. There are some people who do both, which leaves yeah. almost zero time for that. Nothing. And I really right. mean that. And, and so, I think that's a, that's a normal thing for a woman. That's what we do. Sure. For sure. If, if you're a working mom, you, I guarantee mm-hmm. you, you are sitting in your meeting or at your office or doing whatever you're doing, thinking at some point, do I have enough laundry yep. detergent? Yep. Or you're texting their husband and right. saying, yes, I'll pick that up. No, I won't pick that up. And yes, right. I got to do this. Or, or a child said, hey, what about this? Or you're trying yeah. to plan a family dinner that nobody wants to, not everybody can join. So you're trying to rearrange schedules. Yeah, you're right. you're multitasking you're to take care of everything. And even stay-at-home moms are constantly oh, absolutely Right. There's a thousand and ten things to do. And so I guess, you know, my what I would say is really give yourself time, set aside 20 minutes a day and sit in front of a book and doodle and think about what it is that you like, what it is that mm-hmm. you would want. And that's OK to do, to do that. You wow. can do that. Give yourself, give yourself that. And that's the part of midlife is that is beautiful. That's what, what we have to embrace is that we don't have these tied responsibilities. We can just sit and doodle. We can sit and watch Netflix if we want. We can go, we can do those things because we oh have the time goodness. that we've never had before. And yeah. so that's why I think it's important to not just brace for the change, but now we can embrace it and go, okay, you know what? I really did like sewing. I've never been good at it. But I really like it. It's therapeutic for me. It, it, I get into flow to where time just escapes. And I was able to pick that up and self-teach myself. And I am not good, but I enjoy it. And that's okay because for the first time in my life as an adult, I'm able to go, you know what? I don't have to be perfect. Yes. It doesn't matter. And be where we are. Right. It's okay yeah. to just be in that be. imperfect 
stage, mm-hmm. right? B, because our lives have always been in such fast forward. We're constantly climbing and doing and going. And yeah. really the, the luxury is to actually be. And that's a place of self-discovery. Yeah. Another change that I wanted to address was our changing bodies. Because, and that's a, oh, that's a whole podcast, Allison. but I just wanted to briefly touch on it because one of the things that's shocking to me, and I've had, this is another conversation with the girls weekend, is that, you know, I, sometimes I look in the mirror and go, oh my gosh, I'm my mother. Or sometimes I look in the mirror and go, hey, I look great. I'm happy with who I am. I look pretty good for 57. Is it body dysmorphia? Is it our mindset? I don't know, but the changing skin sometimes is, and the body is jarring because it's not who I think I am. I know. I always say I age 20 years from the time I wake up and get out of bed to the time I get to the bathroom mirror. There you go. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. I wake up and I think, oh, I, I, you know, I'm good. I'm in my thirties. I'm good. Right. No. And I know. And so I, we have all the tools. We have 2C Transformation Skincare, the night cream and hyaluronic acid. We have great things that are really helping the skin, helping us with these things, but it's not changing our mindset. Right. And I think that actually, first of all, we have to remember we are not 20. We do not have the skin of 20-year-olds. We do not have the bodies of 20-year-olds. I can tell you that I ran five miles a day until the time I was 50. From the age of 24 to 50, I ran five miles a day. And I was probably always the same size. And then I wasn't. And I was still running five (laughs) miles a day. (laughs) We have to acknowledge that we are not going to have bodies of 25-year-olds and 30-year-olds and 35-year-olds we are changing and we are growing and we have to accept. And I don't mean just stop worrying about it. I mean, start educating yourself. And I think that's really key. I think education of what happens, what, what is different about our bodies? What do we need? That's different. I, I needed cardio to lose weight when I was 25. I don't need cardio to lose weight when I'm 57 right? I, I need something different. I need my body needs something different. And so I would say that we need to start educating ourselves on what our body needs. And part of that is identifying what our hormones are, what our levels are, where we are. And that's a whole nother podcast. But I would say um, definitely to, to conclude is we have to start educating ourselves on what our bodies at this age need in order to remain healthy. And I don't mean to get into the same size four pants that we wore right. at 25. I mean, to actually be healthy because our goal is, right. that's what we need to shift our goal of. Our goal can't be focused on losing weight. Our goal has to be focused on being healthy. And that right. is the message. And that's not just the message for us. That should have always been that freaking message. It should have been the message it, to it, our children. Should. Right? But, but that's we have the message. Yeah. How but can we, we be a place now that we've never had before? We have tests and you know that we can get done to find out if we're a predisposition for you know diabetes, different types of cancers, Cancer. diabetes, yeah. you know, yeah. if our nutrition is actually 
doing what it's supposed to be doing and our vitamins are at a good area or they're not or our hormones. We are at a stage in our life that no one had before. We're able to look at these test results and understand what our future would look like if we continue down the path yes. or if we change what we're doing. Yes. The key absolutely is longevity. The key is healthy. Mm-hmm. The key is education. Yep. All right. Well, thanks, Pam. Thanks, Allie. Once again, uh, anyway, thank you to Transformation Skincare, to 2C Transformation, for sponsoring us today, for giving us permission to use the Dream Cream, which, by the way, ladies, is ridiculous how it helps you sleep. You put it on your face and it relaxes your body. It's got magnesium and melatonin and lavender essential oils, and it is unbelievable. So, want to say thank you to 2C Transformation Skincare. And you can find it on Amazon. Yes. All right. Thank All right. you. Thanks. Bye, Allie. Bye, Pam.